She came into this world broken-hearted, being born a girl. Just fragments, scattered, splattered, shattered, never whole. Perfect fingers, perfect toes. She even had the perfect nose. But not for long, not even a moment. As cold air hits tiny lungs, she screams, louder, 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 almost as if she knows what's to come. The truth blanketed in a long, dark history. The insidious male gaze. Looming over every hair, every pound, spilled into conversation, magazine covers, billboards. Just look, it will be found. The scrutiny, the self-loathing. Sit still. Look pretty. Don't question anything. Her value measured in how little space she takes up. How attractive people find her. Those beautiful belly rolls that the world cherishes on a baby, they despise on grown women. Shrink it. Make it fit. Fold. Bend. Her shelter is broken. The place she calls home never is, never was, never will be good enough. The very skin that holds her hopes and dreams, her scars and fears, her laughs, her tears, throughout the years. She's not right. Too small. Too big. Too flat. Too robust. Thicker. Stronger. Leaner. Toned. Change this, change that, stand straight, don't slouch. You would look so much prettier if you've smiled more. Too soon, she learns, beauty is the cost she must pay to exist in this world. But the ideal is ever-changing, so she's never perfect enough. Compare, contrast, fit in, stand out. The mirror is her own worst enemy. Be better, be thinner, be quiet. The age-old adage ringing in her ears. Nothing tastes as good as skinny feels. The hunger pangs, a figment of her imagination. What is right? What is real? Every action clouded by a deep sense of unworthiness. She taps, she stops, she scrolls. Image upon image of flawlessness. Like upon like to validate everything she is not. Teeth, white, straight, sparkly. Hair, long, shiny, bouncy. Skin, smooth, untextured. Perfect bodies, perfect lives. Perfect lies. Filtered through a haze of disgust for the reality of what is. Curing the self-hate with perfection. Snap a selfie. Pout. Wink. Stick out your tongue. Wear this. Don't wear that. What would they think? What would they say? A roller coaster of emotions, dictated by a heart or a thumbs up, filling the void for a mere moment. Be cute, but not immature. Be sexy, but don't own your sexuality. Be confident, but humble. Be beautiful, but don't claim that beauty. Wear makeup, but make it look natural. Every day, almost ordinary, unpretentious. If you don't, they won't take you seriously. If you wear too much, they will treat you like an object. Shave, wax, be silky smooth, but be modest, and above all else, be natural. Not natural like the way you were made, natural like society wants you to be. So natural. Take your splendid pieces of self and shove them into a tiny box deemed acceptable. So you can find a man. So you can procreate.
What else do you bring to the table besides a uterus? Be desired and wanted, but never available. If you own it, they will call you a whore. If you don't, they will call you a prude. Be polite, be nice, smile. Never rude, never angry, never outspoken. Just a prop at the dinner table. Merely a token of the simmering rage that sits in the pit of her belly, but eats at the edge of her soul. Shards of the woman she could be. Incomplete, splintered, fractured, never whole. The biggest lie sold. Perfection is attainable. They will profit from her self-hate. They will show her a mirage, and she will sell her soul to find no water and an empty hole. They sell her lies so she tells herself she can reach the ideal. One more herbal tea, one more wrinkle cream, one more low-cal meal. Dollar after dollar, thrown at an industry that takes advantage, the worst of humanity feeding on her insecurities. Degradation, denigration, humiliation. Picking out her flaws, telling her who she should be, what she should be, how she should be, so she shrinks so much she almost vanishes. The ghost of a being. Not quite human. Can't eat that. Won't eat that. Looks at her reflection. Still too fat. Stretch marks like tiger's stripes etched deep into her skin. So deep they look like whiplashes beating her into shape. How to make them disappear? How to make me disappear? Enough! They say it takes a village to raise a child. This growth, this change, this evolution, it does not only come from within, but from without. From the women whose shoulders upon which she sits, whose backs have carried her to the light. Woman after woman after woman, brave and vulnerable, living in their fierce authenticity, embracing every nook and cranny, every bump and freckle, dimple, dent, roll of fat. They have lifted her, slowly knocking away at the idea of what a woman should be, and embracing that she is a woman and she is what she should be. This body, her home, her shelter, the place her deepest, darkest thoughts go to hide. Ah, oh, how I have bullied you into submission. Fragments, scattered, splattered, shattered you into oblivion. A mind at war with a heart, a body and a soul. What did she do to deserve this vitriol? The truth is, she would never speak to someone she loved like this. She has been through so much. These legs, they have traipsed across cities from Amsterdam to LA. They have walked up mountains, swam in oceans all over the world. Stumbled home from bars run away from danger. These arms have held deep joy and lifted heavy loads. They have embraced friends and strangers. They have cradled the unconditional love of a pet. These feet have walked through grass, glass, sand and fire, scratched, bruised, calloused, experienced. These fingers have been entwined in tenderness, ruffled through his hair, wiped away countless tears. Strummed a guitar, quietened her fears. These eyes have seen miracles and tragedy alike. Witnessed deep-seated hate in a place filled with unimaginable love. 
these lips have tasted a thousand joys, kissed some girls and some boys, made some noise, laughed, smiled, trembled in fear, tasted many tears. This body, she has housed the spirit of big dreams, so big they scare her, but still excite her. Heart pounding, palms sweating, she has suffered indescribable pain. Lining shed, skin finding its way back together, weathered many storms, and come out the other side. Stitched, sewn, hemmed at the seams, undeniably she is strong. She has loved and lost in everything in between, reckless but wholehearted. She's been held by a grandmother whose love still lingers. She sat in the pouring rain, nursing a wounded heart. She has shrunk and stretched and endured some of the most hateful words. Scratched and scarred, she bleeds but does not die. She is pure, unadulterated beauty. She is relentless, she is resilient, and now after too many years, she is loved. Finally, every inch, every freckle, every stretch mark. She is loved. She is whole. She is healthy. And above all else, she is mine. Hi, my name is Parushka. I am a film director and screenwriter from South Africa, and I am the writer of the piece. Hello, my name is Sylvia. I am an actress graduated from the Royal Central School of Speech and Drama in London. I am from Italy and I was lucky enough to get to direct this brilliant monologue written by Parushka. Hi, my name is Mia. I am an actor and voiceover artist from South London and a recent graduate of Central School of Speech and Drama on their MA in Classical Acting. And I'm performing the piece. I was going to open up with the question of um, just what does growth mean to us? Okay. Um, I feel that for me, growth means understanding who you are and the person you want to be in the world and discovering this person and building up this person. My view is like this, very similar. I think that growth is a kind of emotional, like a mental kind of internal journey that contrasts with um, the years that pass um, in the physical form. And there can be good growth and there can be bad growth, but all the time it's kind of learning and contributing to, to who you are. Um, yeah, I agree. Like, I think um, one of my, I mean, I read a quote once that was, it said something like, um, when you can listen to a song that used to make you cry and it doesn't anymore, that's growth. Like, that's sort of like having to, because you keep experiencing the same things over and over again. And um, until you learn your lessons and um, when you find when it finally clicks you know that's that's growth I guess when you stop um, giving into your triggers and um, in the same sort of situations or you're more aware of them because I mean we're all going to be triggered at some point but if you're conscious and aware of what what's going on around you and how it's affecting you I mean that's immense growth I love that image of like like the song and like not making yeah. it cry anymore yeah yeah my friend's sisters recently um like released loads of songs and i cry every time like when i first listen to them <laughs> yeah 
takes a while just to like get it going so I'm not just sobbing into my breakfast oh yeah I think what it really it what it what that reminded me of was like um more like um a breakup because you know like you have these like sense memories and you have like an epic love or something and this reminds you of that person and then eventually one day you listen to that song and you feel nothing mm-hmm. that I don't know that feels like growth <laughs> for me <laughs> and Perushka in your script you talk about growth getting a lot of images of the outside society and the internal development and how they influenced each other do you want to talk a bit about that how about how um you were inspired um so personally i've um dealt with a lot of body issues my whole life i mean most girls have it took me a very um very long time to even remotely accept um that i didn't look like everybody else um i grew up in um so i was born in 1985 <laughs> So it was uh, the it was just towards the end of apartheid. So in South Africa, and um, my parents were uh, um, fortunate enough to send me to a private school, but it was a um, a white school, and I was the only kid of color. So from the time I could sort of um, mirror image or think anything with anyone, it was everything was other to me. And also growing up in the 90s um, with you know really skinny models on magazine covers and you know all these things you um which now I think has changed a lot which is amazing but back then we didn't really know about photoshop and um we didn't know how images were being manipulated and how we were being manipulated um so I spent a lot of my teen years and 20s um changing trying to change who I was um trying to be more white trying to be more skinny just so I could fit in and um I think that really obviously takes a toll on you um and I think once eventually when you can eventually look in the mirror and be like hey I like you and I'm okay with you I might not like you know I'm not like obsessed with myself yet but I hope to get there one day (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, like having to constantly want to change myself my whole life um, and then to eventually come to a spot where I'm like, hey, I have to, this is the body I was given. I'm going to have to live the rest of my life in it. I might as well love the home I'm in, you know. Um, And then to learn to love myself, that's sort of what it was and what helped like in like in the piece is seeing other women um so unapologetically love themselves and I think that helps because um I grew up around other women who also hated themselves and who were also judging themselves and in 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 this kind of way even my mom and my sister and you know like you have to be this thin and you have to do this and wear that and whatever and um I think that also just like plays on you so when you when you encounter um so many fearless women living bravely in their authenticity like especially on instagram and body positivity like normalizing normal bodies it's amazing like and it it's freeing and i think that's it really changed my perspective 
because um, I would never have posted a bikini pic before. And I did because I was like, okay, so I have stretch marks, I have bats, I have whatever, but I still look fine in a bikini. You know, everybody is a bikini body. <laughs> yes. And I think that's what we want to do with this podcast in general, like talk about themes that are um, delicate, but also that we can all share and hopefully will empower and help someone feeling the same. Yes. I also think that like we grew up in this kind yeah. of, this really unique space of um, like having so much attention on our figures and stuff. We've, it was like the emergence of like cameras and like camera phones. And I don't know about you guys, but there was this period when I was like, you know, in my teens, in my mid teens, where all of a sudden everyone had like a little portable camera so the parties you went to and like, you know, like when you go around to your friend's house and, you know, like at every moment, they're kind of like taking photos. There's this extra, I think there's super heightened self-consciousness that we've grown up with. It's a unique thing. And I think that's like why it's so cool that so many people are reclaiming their own body image with these body positivity movements. And there's so many things like, um, that you don't even know that people live with like melasma and like a whole lot of things that like are not as common as like maybe a stretch mark or cellulite and stuff that you know like um or what is it um vitiligo like all these things we're like you know there's so many people that are living with so many other conditions that you know are just as you know amazing to be like hey this is not just because you're not the ideal i don't know beauty standard whatever that is um does not mean that you're not amazing the way you are absolutely and talking about your script i think there is a, a sort of journey of awareness um i think it's um very much like uh what we were saying about growth earlier was like um becoming um once you become aware or conscious of um your triggers then it all makes makes sense so in sort of the same kind of way like if you can see how society has manipulated you because I feel like a lot of people just are blindly walking about um, absorbing in everything around them and taking it as gospel truth whereas um, if you start uh, if you and then consciously becoming aware of these things and then that's growth because even that you're like hey someone probably a man is trying to manipulate me (laughs) 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 <laughs> yeah it's also very interesting and i think i think we have to close it because we have over time a bit but it's really interesting uh and it's also really interesting that we come all from different cultures our three but we all feel the same yeah. and that's a bit shocking but also it is makes it's sense. crazy <laughs> though because like i feel like what's really interesting is like i've been on tiktok um just scrolling my life away and um it's amazing how many women share similar experiences from every corner of the earth, like, and how um, silenced they are by men in the comment sections. Like men are very sensitive these days. They need to calm down. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> it's really, it's, it's interesting. And it's so nice to have that sense of community, like with yes. other girls around the world, you know? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And like every time we got to got to the end of like reading your piece, 
like Sylvia and I would just look at each other like, Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The shared moment of kind of, yeah, feeling empowered and emotional and you'd really like captured something incredible. And, um, oh, yay. <laughs> The, the sharing yeah and it's I, I hope it's, it's the same sharing that all the listeners will will feel yes. yeah definitely so, so thank you very much oh thank you guys <laughs> <laughs>